Hey guys, Maria Menounos here. Before your favorite AfterBuzz TV after show begins, I'm so excited to tell you that my new cookbook is out. It's called The Every Girl's Guide to Cooking. It's the quickest, fastest, easiest, most amazing recipes for kitchen newbies and chefs alike. Please check out mariamenounos.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. Very good TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! I'm ready to go right now. Are you? Well, let's go then. Welcome back to another episode of AfterBuzz TV's recap of Underground Season 1, Episode 2, War Chest. I'm one of your hosts, Megan Thomas, at MegScoop on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Periscope, everything. Make sure you hit me up. And to my left is... I'm Jamie Banks, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JamieBanks underscore. Yes. Y'all just didn't take a minute to groove at all this time <laughs> at all. You see, I tried to like. Y'all not grown. <laughs> I am Gary Thomas. Of course, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everything at I am Gary Thomas. Of course, I am GaryThomas.com. My cousin. I know, right? <laughs> From a different family. I'm Lena Green, and you can find me at Just Lena Green. I'm Just Lena Green. You see how I do that? Just Lena. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're having too much fun here. We're having too much fun. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and get into this episode right now. Let's talk about this. Um, so we have a lot going on here. That everything is set with the backdrop. We've got a lot of different moving parts in the episode. Mm-hmm. Episode two. Let's start off with one word. Describe it. Ready? Go. Lena. Sexy. <laughs> Exciting. Intense. Wait, you guys can't keep the same word. You can't keep coming with this one word thing every week. I don't have to because it's creative, guys. Come on, like your initial reaction when you saw this. Like, well, I, and my initial reaction was like, man. There you go. That's your word. Man, Ernestine is that that B I T C H. Are you going to change from intense, Jamie? Um, not at the moment. Oh, my <laughs> I'm going to go with, ooh-wee. That's hyphenated, so it's like one word. Ooh-dash-wee. Yeah, so that's like one word. I'm going to go with that. All right, so let's start off. We, we Let's talk about Noah. Um, Noah is, of course, he's he starts off, he says that he's 25 years old, because I was kind of wondering how old he was. I know he wasn't too old, but I was giving him older than 25. I thought he, <laughs> I want to hear that. No, I thought he was like, you know, maybe 30 ish or so. Yeah. Well, know, seems... in slave years. It's, that's what that it's is hard. like. That's it's like 45. Years, yeah. right. He said 300 days. No, no. Mm-hmm. No, 300 days. <laughs> that's, like half, that's not even a full year. That's what he was saying. That's not it. I know. It sounds crazy. He ain't smart. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Okay, so 25 years he said he's been uh, on this slave, been a slave. He's not doing it anymore. Um, we see that there's a lot of meetings with the slaves. So we see that Sam looks like he's going to be a doubter. I feel like, you see how the group is looking at, at Mr. Cato, like he's the one that's going to turn on them, he's going to turn mm-hmm. them in. I feel like it's going to be Sam. Because he's not so sure, he's not so set I don't on the plan. Think Sam's going to turn, but I just think that they are looking at Mr. Cato, but really, it's, Mr. Cato is just for wanting power. It's a power struggle for him. I don't think he's going to turn anymore. 
I don't either. I think they're just afraid. I think it's just fear. Sam just seems like he's just afraid. Because in history, you never trusted one who beats your own, their own, you know? Right, right. No one has ever trusted the, a black slave master. Right. Is that what they call them? Like the slave oh. wrangler. Yeah. yeah, wrangler. Black something slave like master. Something, <laughs> yeah, something like that. If you can go and beat your own, right. something's not right with you. Right, right, right. You know, I thought it was interesting how um, this second episode, they had a new beginning for it, a new little beginning. Did oh, they like just the add intro? That? Yeah, the yeah, intro. Yeah, yeah I and think the, that's like the official intro, maybe like the official soundtrack maybe for we the just show. cut it off last week because ours just kind of like started. <laughs> <laughs> just... We just started recording late. <laughs> <laughs> but you can hear like John Legend, I can hear him singing in, in the chorus. Oh, he was? Yeah. I've so been wondering I'm, I'm pretty music. sure he produced it. Well, he's in charge of the music for the show, we know that, but yeah. I think there's some songs that he actually yeah. made himself like he's singing it, so that one is for oh, sure. Oh yeah, hear he talked about having meetings every week to do period music as well as pull a you know new, newer music to right. go with the scenes. Where right. are they pulling this period music from? They, cre- they <laughs> created like- some as well as use some spirituals. Oh. And okay. um, you know ego spirituals. Some of the lyrics were actually used in old songs like the Drinking Gourd, which is a reference to the Big Dipper. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. that was a cool historical touch too. Right, go ahead, Jamie, with your book. <laughs> <history novel. laughs> You're smarter, whatever. <laughs> I paid attention. I know. No one's stuff more than us. We should know this. <laughs> it's it's the thing is like we I know the songs. But I don't always know like the background behind the song. I'm like, Man, I just you know lost, that. so we'll take your black card and give it to Jamie. All right, <laughs> all right Jamie. It's okay. It's okay. Jamie just be reading and whatnot. All right, so then you see the slaves that are meeting. Noah's strategizing with them. He's telling them, okay, so how are we gonna get off like off the plantation? That's number one. Um, he also says we gotta get a gun. So he's 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 coming he's, up. He's mm-hmm. some very bold plans for a man who's been enslaved his whole life. Yes. This is yes. like big dreaming. But I think it shows that the 25 years is why they made a point of us knowing 25 years. Like he has learned the ins and outs of, of what goes on. So he's strategizing based on his own knowledge. Right. He's lived this. He knows what this person's normal route is, what they normally do. Yeah. You know, so right. he's well aware of what he can do. He's pretty bold. Like even threatening the guy for the gun. Like that's mm-hmm. pretty bold. He's making some bold moves and that shows the desperation. Like yeah, he's desperate. Sure. And I like that character arc in him. Like this desperation and this anger that is fueling his desire to get out of there. Mm-hmm. And I think the gun is a really good move because when they're out there they're going to really need tools like that and eventually they could just kill people with it if they really <laughs> needed to. What else is going to make them fear them more yeah. than you know, Yeah, and, and no, nobody's going to think as a slave catcher that they mm-hmm. have guns. Mm-hmm. Like That's just something um, that have. So yeah, that, that's very smart on his part. So then also he says we need pen and paper so we can get that from Frog Jack. So I thought it was funny because first of all, like you like you threatened him basically like you gonna give us this paper and this pen. But if you guys notice, if anybody watches Power on Stars, did you notice that Frog Jack was Tommy? Tommy getting some checks. Tommy is getting checks. I was like, how you gonna like love black people on the on the power now you like what you over here doing, boy? Well that's a, another point they made earlier that they say Frog Jack doesn't care really right. about color. He's all about getting the his money. money, getting what he's supposed to get. So yeah. right, right. And then of course, Cato finds that um, Noah is out there with Frog Jack, and it seems again like Cato is going to turn. 
I love that though, because you're thinking, man, he's gonna turn on the thin. He's like, like every moment, yeah. Check him. But when you're you know, when you're trying to get the power, you're trying to have the upper hand. You do whatever it takes to try to get the upper right. hand. What's Kato's game though? Like, what's the end game? And he's just trying to really test his power, or what is it? Like, what does he want? Because even Control. Noah asked me, like, what do you want? Like, come on, man, what is it? He's just like, I just want to mess with you. Yeah, I think he's That's on a huge like, power trip, and mm-hmm. I think in his life there isn't much like rewards, and so he just wants to have this power trip because he can. But I think right. at the end of the day, he does want freedom too. Yeah, 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 he does for sure. I mean, you, again, we'll find out. I'm sure what happened to his face, but I have a feeling that's part of the reason why he's he's as angry as he is, <laughs> and why he's like, I'm gonna get off this plantation too. So, um, we also see that uh, uh, Cato as we said before, he has some kind of a power trip going on. We're not sure if he's going to test the waters and just get do away with everybody, but he makes a really good point. And he says um, to, to Noah, he says to him, I think you're using everybody. Like, I think you're doing this just to use them. And I thought about that and I was like, well, he is using them. But he says that none of us can do this without each other, which is true. Mm-hmm. So is that bad? Well, think or is it good? I mean, think about a lot of people who have escaped alone have been captured. So just think if you have more people, that increases your chance of getting away. It also increases so your chance of getting caught. That, but maybe he has. This guy looks resourceful. Right. Noah's not a stupid man. He maybe is using them to, you know, get his own freedom mm-hmm. and knows that they might get caught along the way, but that's a chance everybody's willing to take. Everyone knows not everybody's going to make it. Right. Not everybody's going to make it. So maybe you it is. that's a I think that's a part of life. Yeah. <laughs> I mean you, that's a part of life. You have to use each other to get to the next level. So basically, uh, if you are Gary's friend, he's going to use you. I mean you note to Gary's You're welcome friend. to use me too. Like I mean and that's how, I mean help and helping each other essentially that's using one another as well. Like it's not like you're using, you know, it's not an opportunity for you two. There's an opportunity for them all yeah. to get freedom as well. So it's a great usage of one another's resources. Well, you talk, but he's not doing it. I don't think he's doing it just for himself. Like I'm gonna just walk on their backs and just get my freedom while they all get killed in the process. I think he has intentions of everybody get free too. Right. Have you guys seen Prison Break? Yeah. Um, it's very similar because the mastermind basically wants all these prisoners to have a certain skill too, and so it's very similar in that way. Right. Yes. Speaking of like many skills and. And also uh, wanting our freedom, which I don't know what that has to do with. <laughs> I tried to make a transition, y'all. Like, you tried to transition, I but I, I, I knew it. I, I wanted really, to see how far you were going to go with that transition. That's why I just waited a second. Look at you. Like, JP had to say something. Sorry. I, said, I was like, where's she Well, at any rate, if our listeners and our viewers are curious about a celebrity's boyfriend's midlife crisis, enjoy hearing stories about behind the scenes of Hollywood, which we all live in. So yes, there's tons of, of stories we probably have too. <laughs> Amused by old TV and movie references, then you'll love The Tomorrow Show, which Kevin Undergar, one of our creators here at After Buzz, uh, joined After Buzz creator and Maria Menounos' new fiance. Shout out to them in their engagement. Kevin Undergar, along with some of our After Buzz co hosts, Roxy Stryer, Ashley Daniels, and others, for all the insanity. Watch live Monday and Thursdays, night 7 to 9 p.m. Pacific time. 
on thetomorrowshow.com or subscribe and download free on iTunes. Go to thetomorrowshow.com for more information. I'm going to go follow them on Instagram yes. and Twitter boop, boop. and subscribe as well because... The show looks so, so much fun. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, Kevin, yeah. Have you, if they've I've never talked to Kevin, you've ever seen Kevin. Kevin is kind of like crazy. Yes, and Roxy, like, it, I think it's going to be great. They, they say whatever, yeah. So make sure you guys watch that. Um, I hate how we just passed um, him getting naked. No, oh, oh, we were coming right back to that. We're going back to the show. Did y'all see my but face? But y'all check out the Tomorrow like, Show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, when they made Noah strip, of course. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like Shout out to Aldis Hodge, hey. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm catching up. I'm in the gym. <laughs> so, so we're gonna be like take your clothes off Gary mm-hmm. I'm like okay <laughs> I'm gonna be on the next couple shows no shirt <laughs> oh my god! please tweeting no don't do that <laughs> put your shirt back on and if you have any comments make sure you use the hashtag ABTV underground we wanna see your Maybe. comments we're checking on we might sh- shout you out so keep mm-hmm. on shouting us or keep on tweeting posting tweeting whatever us. all week long and we'll make sure we shout you out um okay so we have Kato on one side looks like he's playing the fence, but it seems like he's definitely going to be down with the escape crew. Well, he forces him. We see that we force him to get him into line. You know? Yes, <laughs> and part of that is when the slaves go to a neighboring a plantation for a dance night because there's a lady named Bareback Shaw, and she <laughs> is the one name. That's I how mean, she got her. Name. Everyone knows her as Bareback Shaw. <laughs> She does this out of her Christian heart to get these slaves <laughs> together. But she's really just scoping out some black penis. Mm-hmm. Let's just be real. Was his story true that she always picks him? Or did he just say that to like... I think he just said that to get Kato. Oh, really? And you know, he, he knew what it was. He said, oh, I forgot. She Oops. likes the lighter skinned ones. Huh? Got him. <laughs> but you know what's funny? Because you never think about, you know, like, obviously, and in, in we know a lot of slave masters would unfortunately rape uh, slave women and they would have these mixed children but you never think about it the other mm-hmm. way about a woman having her way with a man but I'm sure it happened yeah mm-hmm. you know yeah. and they said that uh, Bear Bash, uh, her husband died she's a widow so now this is kind of how she got her groove back she gets all those security guards I know around. I was she like, like what was up with that they were fanning her looking Egyptian she said she liked the she liked the audience <laughs> What? And I will have to say, from the shadow, Kato went there and tore that thing up. <laughs> he was down for the house. <laughs> like, I would touch that old hag. Yes, you will. She said, come on, you will touch the old hag. But uh, th- that's a that's one thing that I do want to say because a lot of time, in all seriousness, there's a lot of stereotypes of sex and sexuality when it comes to black people. And I think this it's perpetuated and it started probably from slavery that we see. We see that in, in this situation, she wants these black slaves to come over and so she can have sex with them but then we also see the same thing on the Macon plantation with uh, mm. Tom Hawks and his group of guys that come there. Because the melanin be popping. <laughs> That's what it is. The melanin yeah, he said it. <laughs> How you gonna say no offense to Jamie? <laughs> what is that? Because the melanin be popping. Oh <laughs> very uncomfortable scene to watch. It's very uncomfortable. I think you guys are always so uncomfortable when it's Journey. You know? No, I mean, but it's her. But it's it's even with that. Even I was uncomfortable with a scene with with bareback Shaw because I'm like, here it is. I mean, that's still rape. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times we don't think about men when they're taken against their well. We don't think about that as yeah. Like, but that's still yeah. rape. You yeah. know what I mean? It is. I think I just kind of looked at it like he took one for the team. That that's not no. It's still rape. It's not okay. Yeah. But in this situation, he had to do what he had to do. No, it's like he it, he had to do. Even if they weren't gonna steal a gun, he still had to do it. It's rape. 
You think so? That was he had, he, did, to, he had to do he it. He had to. You don't get oh, to really? say no when she picks you. You have to go. Oh. I guess they didn't make that clear whether he like he had a choice. Yeah, I thought yeah, he had a choice, seemed, but then he didn't. Like, no, but it was more. one of those like you better stand there longer. Like that. <laughs> now that probably was for the team. Like you got to keep it going longer because we need some time to go steal this gun. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But either way, if she chooses, you, you got to go. You get chose, Gary. <laughs> I gotta take one for the team. Okay, gotta take one for the team. We need, this, we need this gun, or we not getting our freedom. Right. No, but back on what you said, when Journey is on the screen, you feel a vulnerability. You you kind of feel you can kind of feel like the pain because she's on both sides. Like her people are like against her, saying she thinks she's too too goody too she, too. problems. Yeah. She has never had a winning moment like everybody's mm-hmm. against her you yeah. know other than her mother and her family she has no one and she's finally finding yeah. you know herself and you know seeing you know Noah and it's like she's feeling something you know she's feeling things that she's never felt before you know mm-hmm. yeah she's, since we're talking about that let's talk about Rosalie for a little bit um so you know as you're t- saying that we see that the other slave girls kind of talk about her behind her back mm-hmm. and they're like oh she thinks she's too good to go up to the dances no, she really just doesn't want to go because y'all are mean to her. I don't want to go to the dance with you either. Going to another neighboring slave plantation with the girls that don't like me. Like, I don't I want to do I that. I thought they had to get permission to go. Was that I, sad at first? I, well, I think it's one of those, like, if you've, obviously, if you've been bad, quote unquote, then they're not going to let you go. But I think that's for the, well, okay, you know, keep them a little happy so they'll be Not keeping them a little happy, keep them procreating. True. Mm. That is true. And I don't well. think uh, uh, Rosalie's mother wants her a part of that. She, she definitely uh, probably doesn't want her procreating with um, a darker skinned man. No, I don't think she cares as much. I think it's more like, you know, I don't think because who else is lighter skinned then? Well, because their safety. Rosalie's mother is always, all, her main thing is doing what is right for her family, keep them safe, keep them I agree. close. So if, if Rosalie decides to do something with, you know, with a guy from the field that could break what her, break what her mother wants, already, safety. Yeah. The safety. Yes, that's true. That's true. Um, and so Rosalie, you know, we see that she starts gazing out the window. She's kind of looking over at Fonda Noah. Look at the ladies over there. It's like her whole demeanor just like changed, right? Kind of cute. She got. She felt something about that one, right? And then you see her, and, and it's a, like even though this is a, a story, there's a, a hero, and there, you see that there's a lot of obstacles that they have to go through. There's still it's still set on the black the backdrop of slavery, so we're we're constantly reminded of that. And I think it's a good thing because we need a constant reminder. I think even in 2016, we still need to know that our country was built on this. It's ugly truth, but it is our truth. Um, and you see that in a scene where Journey is and her mother are furniture, basically. Yeah, Be quiet. I noticed that. Mm-hmm. They're playing, you know, the slave lady, master lady is playing the piano. Miss Hawks is playing the piano. She's telling her daughter, like, you have two things in life. You've got to be, like, respectable and you have to have a talent. You know what I'm saying? In order to be a woman, a good Southern woman, you better learn how to play this piano. Yeah, and the little girls in protest, like, my life is harder than slaves. Like, what she said? I could have went through that TV and slapped the dog. Harder than slaves. Play this piano and shut up. What what did you think about that scene, Jimmy? Oh, I thought it was disgusting. (laughs) Right, right. And I think also it was interesting because um, her Ernestine's son was there too. Right. And the plantation's um, wife. Plantation owner Ms. Hawks, wife, yeah. yes, Miss Hawks, was saying that he's going to go out in the fields soon. Right. So I think that sort of started this backdrop for later too. Right. And if, and here's the thing I was noticing. So we know we can see that Ernestine, who is Rosalie's mom, is really light. She's mm-hmm. been on the plantation her whole life. So what I was thinking, I was like, wait a minute. I think this this plantation was owned by uh, 
I forget her name, Miss Hawks's father, mm-hmm. Earl Macon. So she, I'm thinking if Ernestine is probably her sister. That's what I'm thinking. I think Ernestine's her half sister. You think that? Because I mean, why else would it be? Why would she be there? She's been there her whole life. Probably she's definitely mixed. So she's probably your half sister. You think that's why the malicious, like she, like purposely says things when on top of her husband. I think on top of her, absolutely. I think she knows about she's fully aware. Oh, she absolutely knows about it because why else would she be so vicious? She's always trying to yeah towards Rosalie because as a mother, you you know Mm -hmm. what will hurt this woman the most. If I get at her children, so let me try to do things psychologically. Oh, we're gonna put him out. She knows nothing else gets to Rosalie, but. This. Oh, Ernestine. Ernestine. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Ernestine. She knows nothing else gets to Ernestine but going to her children. Right, right. Like, Ernestine is pretty much straight up and down. Like, nothing bothers her. But if you mess with her kids, that's, you know, she wants them to She gets her. uncomfortable, of course. And, and Ernestine needs to, she needs to get an Emmy for supporting actors or something like that. Ernestine, Ernestine has delivered some great lines. She lines. Has. She absolutely has. And then, um, you know, we see that she's uncomfortable. We see that the other thing that I wanted to point out was in the scene where um, Rosalie is she goes to fill up the drinks mm-hmm. for the the men that Tom is trying to get to be a part of his campaign. Uh, they kind of you know they like her, they try to talk to her, they fill on her a little bit, and you also see that you know Rose uh, Ernestine comes out of nowhere and mm-hmm. she's just like uh, excuse me, I'm like she came with a she has some authority. Did you, see, did you hear her voice? Because I was like she coming in kind of loud. Yes, like, yeah, yeah. You better calm your voice now, but it's like like she doesn't let those kids out her sight. She, she knows yeah. at all times. Right. You know, I'm kind of having a dislike for Tom's character because it seems like he just stands by and let things happen. I kind of still feel like Rosalie is his daughter. No, and that's what I was going to no, Rosalie's out. definitely his he, daughter. Is, like, she is because if you but, notice, the, the guys, when she walked in there, the guy's like, ooh, yes. And he's like, I would, like, I, and Tom says, I never touched her. Like, I've never touched her. But he seems to not, not care. Like, they're touching on her. Because he, he has to act that he can't What care. can he do? I don't know, but he could be like, "Why don't you go f- get out of this room and do so- like do something?" Like when she because was getting it, beat, he just he didn't even one, bat an eye. One because he needs to impress these men because he needs their money for his campaign. Two, if he bats an eye, then that it's gonna break cares. his power. It means he cares. You know, he can't do that. It's uh, when you. Ha- I mean, I don't have children, but I feel like when you have children, no matter what, I think. But I think in in that not you in have society. to look in that yeah in that not society, yeah. it's a matter of okay, well, yeah, that's my child. So what will I do? Okay, I'll let you see. The house. Well, we're allegedly like saying that. We don't know that. Uh, allegedly. No, she's got to be. She's got, she's been, I'm telling you, she's we don't know. And allegedly. we don't know how many other slaves are, you know, a kid or a, pros, you know, a product of that family. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Probably a lot. Right. <laughs> yeah. Probably a lot, for sure. And so then um, the other thing that, that we see from Ernestine that she tells Rosalie is that, you know, I, I'll do whatever I can because I didn't want... you. When Rosalie asks her, have you ever thought about anything more than this oh, life? Oh, that was beautiful. Right. And she was like, I, I, you know, thought about that, but then I might end up on a chopping block or you might end up on, on so a I thought about block. She, she gave us a different perspective because right. Rosalie was saying, have you ever thought about a life thinking about freedom? And she was like, you know, I've thought about other lives what that life is like mm. out there, you know, versus More being realistic. Here. Right. Samita yeah. just showed um, how sweet Rosalie is and mm-hmm. optimistic and it really made and me naive. sympathetic towards her. Shilled and naive, it. yes. Yeah. Shilled it. There's like, yeah. she's been in the house. It feels like she has a completely different life right. from the rest of the slaves. She is on her own kind of because she doesn't have the same mindset. She's thinking about beautiful lives. Yes. And, and I'm always like, no, I'm, they would have still put me in a breeding farm. You know what I'm saying? Like, where I'll just have tons of babies that they'll take away from me. 
Like that's the other life that's, that's not here. That's the alternative. Right. Because that's all her mother knows. It's not right. a life of freedom. It's either this life or that life. Right, 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 right. But she delivered Remember. that monologue. And you she I like did. crisp and you're gonna have to know. <laughs> she I mean she delivered like last episode. She, has, she just has that fire with you know, she's like a Angela Bassett type delivery. Yes. She just has that strength behind her. And that is um and, and you and that's why I said I also think that she's uh the slave master wife. I think that's her sister because she's Ernestine's educated, she talks she speaks you know, differently than the other that. slaves. Mm-hmm. So usually that means you've been in the big house, you've learned, you know, you've learned to read and write, or you've learned how to be more cultured, and I think that's why. Mm-hmm. Mm, I I kind of... So speaking of which, uh, we were talking about Ernestine. So, of course, you know, we see that Tom Hawks is running for senator. He's trying to do whatever. He's showing these potential <laughs> donors his land. <laughs> They're talking about slavery. They're talking about, like, you know, the things that you have to do is you have to manage your slaves. You have to grow... You know, like, know how to grow cotton, and then, of course... Could it run on without slaves? Which was, like... Which was a very interesting conversation. Was. You're asking the, the white slave wrangler, could we do this without, without slaves? slaves? And he's like, and well, s- then, basically, who would do this? Me? I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> and it was just, like, the dumbest answer to everybody. Even though everybody just stopped, like... But it wasn't the dumbest. It, it, it actually was, was a very, very smart mm-hmm. answer, because he was like, think about it. Are you gonna pick the cotton? <laughs> if the slaves... Who's gonna pick the cotton? And so that's why they were like, well... He actually, I mean, he got a point. Wait a minute. This I dumb. think it was his deliverance. It was like, exactly. But yeah. they, but it was kind of like, I guess they didn't expect him to say that. Like, oh, we can figure out another way. He was like, no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and so then, uh, this is when we see the power of Rosalie. Is it kind of like, <laughs> Rosalie comes in there, she busts in the door, she's like, yes, I'm going this. Oh, oh, Ernestine. Sorry, Ernestine. Ernestine. Sorry. This is when we yeah. learned that Rose, uh, Ernestine has I all the power. power. She does, and I'm so happy. Like we see, I wasn't expecting that. Was I wasn't expecting. I I think I wanted it. I, for a second, I was just like, is this like a dream? Like, it just had this like it feel <laughs> to it. It was like the feel to it. Like, <laughs> was was John? Uh, was he about to wake up? Was like was he <laughs> about to wake up? Was, was he was he, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like was he you know. Daydreaming this while them guys were talking, he was just going to pop up like this. Not happening. But she poured that. She was. She was I think aggressive. She was nasty. She yeah. Was nasty. I think it was actually kind of cool of Ernestine because she pretty much is like owning her sexuality to mm-hmm. protect her children, right. which yeah. is kind of really cool because that's the only thing she can really do right, to protect right. them. And, and she she does that very well. She slaps them, finger in the mouth, <laughs> all of this I stuff. She's like, you know, no, tell me that you're not going to put him in the field. She's and she's like, I'm gonna work this thing because you're gonna make sure my babies don't go out there. It's kind of another form of prostitution too. She's kind of using her body to leverage things, and it's unfortunate that you know that, women, that's how it has to go. Desperation that's how it has to be desperation again. And even right. a strong woman like that is still having to use her body to get what she wants because that's the only how. You kind of see Ernestine's reality. Like right. this is reality. This is how it is. Yeah, you see it I on her face. It. You yeah. see it on her face towards like the end of that scene. Like she has this this discernment on her face. Like just like disgust. Like she really didn't want to do this, but she knew she had to. Right. You think she didn't li- like it? I'm sure she liked it. <laughs> she was obviously so a little bit of a freak. She have to pull that wine down her body like She's that. She's a little she, bit honey, of a freak. No, you do what you have to do to protect your children. If you have to pour some 22 reserve wine, she probably talking about 18 22 reserve wine on your body for the slave master so that he does not sell your children, then you yeah. do that. You will do that. Because I'm sure most mothers have done worse. I mean, I'm, there's a lot of women who will become strippers who have even been prostitutes in this day and age just to, you know, put to, food on their table. Know. So it's, it's you know, I think it's it's 
for me, it makes me judge other women who traditionally we would go, oh my gosh, how would you do that? It would make me go, you know what? I don't know your story. Like, you might be doing that out of yeah, desperation. Yeah, we, we can judge somebody like, today, but we judge wouldn't judge Ernestine's character. But it's no different. You know it's what I'm no saying? Different. It's like no said, different. It's no Since different. you're talking about that, would you judge who the who's the guy who's been collecting slaves that pays rent? He's August. doing the same thing. Is that the same thing? So yeah, let's he's talk about that. He's doing what he has he's to do. Jamie? To put- yeah, I think so. He's doing what he has to do to protect his kid, and it's in a way is a form of prostitution too because he's selling. Because he doesn't believe in yeah. it. And it's you feel sad first. You you kind of do feel for his character. You know, you're in right. conflict because this is a man who who's an honest man, but is he? I'm still confused of whether he really is. I think he yeah, is. I think he. I mean, because any man that would shield his his son does not know what he does. You know what I'm saying? Before his son saw him kill this slave, his son didn't have a clue. He didn't take his son out there, and he's he's not rich by any means. He's poor. You see, they don't have any. I mean, it's just kind of they're in a shack. And he's he, got one slave, and he grew up with that slave. Yeah. So he loves this man. So I think there's some conviction in him that. I'm doing something wrong, but I'm doing what I gotta do. And it's the same thing with Ernestine. It's like, you see these parallels. I love that. It shows parallels of good people having to do bad things. Right. To get by. Right. And that's life. You think he's a bad guy, Gary? I just don't know yet. It really hasn't been defined. Yeah. I'm just saying, he's, and he says to his slave, he's like, how, you know, when when the slave has a conversation with him, like, why don't you just stay here and be with your son? You're gone so long. Because I'm sure you, when you're slave hunting, it takes a while. You got to go out. So you got to, you know, you're, you're, <laughs> like you're no, searching. So it takes a while to Not, find. I mean, but if you think about it, though, because you're searching for somebody. You don't have any modern technology to search He's for someone. He's really good at it, though. He's really good at it. But I'm saying it still takes time. So now you leave your slave with your son. So you're not there to raise your son. You know, somebody else is taking care of him. So when the slave tells him, you need to be oh, here. Wait, is that guy son. his slave or just works? We don't work. No, That's what I'm saying. We don't know. We don't, I don't know yet. But <clears throat> if he says he we grew up to, like, you know, you've known me my whole life, which means this man's been around his whole life. It's probably his father's slave. So his father's gone. That's typically, okay, you, know, you inherit slaves yeah. typically back then. So I'm assuming that he inherited the slave, but he looks at him more like a father, father. figure or mm-hmm. uncle, something like that. As most people did back then, even though they still own them. Yeah. It's kind of weird. But, <laughs> but you know, he says, stay with him. You know, you got to spend more time with your son. Don't go out there to look for another slave. And then he says, how many bank mortgage or bank bills did we get? Did we get yeah. Four. We gotta go. We gotta so. Gotta do what gotta, we gotta do. And so it, it was funny to me when he says that he goes in and he tells his son we're going hunting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's how you gonna spend time with your son? You gonna take him out to go slave catch with that's him? That's what I thought too. I was like, you know. But then he goes and he shows him really how to hunt. But when he was describing hunting to his son, to me it kind of seemed like slave hunting, mm-hmm. like the it was words supp- he was supposed to. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was so interesting. Like, they do a lot of that elusive. Yeah, yeah like is he good or is he bad? We <laughs> don't know. And um, and it was real hunting, and and that's what I'm saying. So it, it it was a touching scene too when you see him with his son, and his son is like they they're washing their hands with the soap, and it's just kind of like looking at him like, so washing the blood. Like, yeah, you know it sucks, but you gotta unfortunately you're washing the. The kill of the prey of an animal, a wolf. That's right. You're washing that off your hands, and I'm washing like, uh, the prey of a. You know, it's a human, human prey. I guess you could say off of my hands. So it's kind of one of those parallels as well. Why yeah. did he kill the slave though? I think he was trying to. Yeah, he just like, well, I have to kill you because you literally about to kill me. And the guy so. was like, I ain't going back. Right. When he said that. He knew. He, <laughs> he, was knew. Like, he was like, I ain't going. One of us is going to be dead. I was like, dang. But why would this slave start a fire? 
I don't. Because it's cold. Right, yeah, you but knew you wouldn't get caught. Like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. you can't just start fires and think you're not going to get caught by somebody. <laughs> I mean, I'm with you, but it's not like he ran away. Like, he knew that he read the blueprint on, this is how you run away from the plantation. This is don't how, start yeah, don't, fire. They don't know. I think this don't get caught one-on-one is don't make a fire in the woods. <laughs> I mean, but I'm saying, it's probably I have ran to a plantation before. Don't bring attention to you yourself. You might have been like, I'm so deep in the woods, nobody's caught on to me, I'm good. You know, you never know. Yeah. You never know. You never know. <laughs> okay, so so let's talk about uh, John Hawks. We see that John is back in uh, Philadelphia. He's mm-hmm. uh, with his wife, and they went to go see William Still because they're both, in the first episode, they decided they were going to be helpful to the Underground Railroad. Um, we see that there is a sleigh that shipped himself in a box, mm. and his wife as well. And from uh, I, I know, Gary, you were saying like this is true that it happened in real yeah, life. Yeah, I can't remember the name because I was reading it like a while ago about a slave who shipped himself and later, later ran for like Congress too. Like he shipped himself, went back, saved some other slaves, and then ran for you know some wow. congressional position. I think they made mention of it in the. Yeah, show. I think they mentioned his name. Right, and it's uh, it was unfortunate because if you hear what that the slave was talking about, he was like, you know, we were in this box for two weeks, and just kept getting closer, and you know, and then my wife's breath was assigned me, and I couldn't take it anymore. And I think they were alluding to he, he strangled her. Yeah, yeah. He he held her so tight that because she was she couldn't take it anymore, so he had to save himself. Right, and that just I mean that's just Sad. the agony. You know, here you are trying to go to freedom, and you almost make it, and you kill your wife because if she couldn't. She couldn't handle the space. You know, she was probably claustrophobic. Yeah. You know, claustrophobic and couldn't. Handle no, no, anything. I think it was him. No, he, he said he couldn't take her breath on him. He's like, I kept feeling it. I kept, and I think it was like he was going a little mad. He's going a little crazy. I mean, you would, you know, you're well, sitting in a box. Then he said she just, she started, she was just moving and she just kept, she couldn't, she was I, gonna... I think it was, it might have been a mix of both, but I think it was also yeah. him going a little nuts. You mm, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, she's probably not moving. He's probably just in there. You just tired of somebody God, moving. Could you imagine a, two weeks no in eating. a little box? How do you And it's yourself? so tight that you, like, dislocate your shoulder. <sighs> can't imagine that. I can't imagine. You know what I'm saying? Like, this this is the harsh reality of our country, and I'm glad we're, we have a show that shows that. It sucks. It does. But I, I'm... Because, you know, you, know, you, you don't want to think about these things. You know yeah, what I'm I saying? Yeah, I think no. everybody, no matter their ethnicity, it's unpleasant, and it's, yeah. it's what our country was founded on. It's it's really sad. Yeah. It is, yeah. And, and so they're talking about that, and then here come some slave catchers. They're like, we saw this box of in here. We know there's a slave. And it's... It's kind of like I feel like that's what the cops do nowadays. Like they just come in there, they we're gonna mess this up. We're gonna start stabbing the floor in case there's a slave under there. It's like they know they're getting hip to what they're doing. Right. What they're but William still to. says that he's like, we gotta keep evolving. We gotta keep changing. They just you know shut us down from our other office. office yeah. So now we're in here with the whores and the criminals. And <laughs> that was a hard scene to watch him. Like, yes. anytime he could have stabbed that man, like, at any time. They do it so close. Like, right. I love the writing on the show because they make everything so suspenseful. It's like, right. it's I the thought, intimidation that just yeah. ugh, annoys me. I, I thought the, the slave was going to be like, go crazy. You know, right. I mean, he, 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 he it, it rightly so. Away. Yeah, give himself away. Right. It was, I mean, he was so close to doing that. And then, um, <laughs> Right. I was I was thinking about the part where he ran. I was like, "What are you doing? You yes. you ruined right. everything!" Right, right, right. <laughs> and then of course, you know, uh, Elizabeth is. I I noticed this about her. She's very observant. You know, she seems Super to stare. observant. She seems to stare off. She's last episode. She noticed a little boy that's fanning man when nobody else is noticing. Like, yeah, yeah. she's just observant to the stuff that's going around her. And she sees like, oh, the guys are still there. If you look on the window and the, the reflection, reflection. <laughs> it was so obvious. That was like. 
And so they, they seem to be like the perfect couple to, to help yeah. because John knows the law very well. Elizabeth is observant and she's like, you know, I don't want my kid to be raised in this kind of a world. So it seems like they're a good fit yeah. to help the underground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, they come up with a really good plan to get the slave out. Was, right, right, right. Because I really thought I was like, no, don't leave the door open because the slave is going to run out. He's crazy. He's going to run out. Run out. You get everybody caught it because what they're saying is true. If they do find him, they will charge us with aiding and abetting a slave. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's against the law. So, of course, <laughs> the the slave catchers feed right into it. Yeah. They're like, oh, beat this man up. Ha ha, sir. You're, they got a slave here. And, of course, Elizabeth went to go to the sheriff. And John is very smart. He knows the law. And he says to them, no, we were beaten unprovoked. This is a free man. You better do it, guys. So smart. You better yes, do that's what it. That's what Got to use the law against itself. Right, right, right. <laughs> Welcome to the underground, John and Elizabeth Hawks. <laughs> what happened to Slayer? Where was he? Was he still? Where did they put the Slayer? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he slipped out while that was going on. I don't know. Oh, I think they just wanted to get rid of those guys. And oh, so, he so they away. could. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that makes, you guys are so smart. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Um, I think that's, I think we covered pretty much everything. Yeah. Uh, there, we ain't talked about uh, how... This little oh, how Rosalie and all how all this character Noah asked Rosalie to run with him. Yeah, that so- was like pickup line. Panties now. She said, right, like, <laughs> she said you said something right. Because <laughs> right. you know, because if you if you listen at the very beginning, the girls were talking about the ribbons that you wear. Like, oh, this this guy likes blue, and there was this yellow ribbon. Where are they getting ribbon from? Um, I think Frog Jack. Remember she... Uh, I know, she did um, one of the yeah. slaves went, but they all got it? Probably so, yeah. Cause it's not, most of them I thought they were stealing it or taking it. I think it's a, it's a tradition that they wear a ribbon and the guys wear flowers, so I think that oh, okay. they probably provide it. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, Jack no, they let them borrow it. They let them borrow I think at the beginning they were talking about how one of the... No, house. but it was from one of the girls. Yeah, so because they've gone to these dances before, Maybe, so they yeah. they all have the ribbons. Yeah, okay, yeah. And yeah. you know, she doesn't have Rosalie doesn't have one. She's never been. She finds one, and I think it was really nice. He's like, oh, this brings out the color in your eyes. Or she's like, yeah. my eyes not she blue. Was like, oh, <laughs> she's like, because you think about it, no, you know, she probably has never had a man like mm-hmm. that she crushed on number one, and then a man that she crushed on that liked her back. It speaks yeah. to her like that, not right. like fawn over her. But He's right. strong. He's so strong. He has good pickup lines for sure. <laughs> Run He's with a me. <laughs> good, good arms on him. I know, right? Good, good arms. Absolutely, will do. All right, let's go to. Let's get, do we have any news and gossip for this week? No, no. <laughs> news and gossip. Let's talk about some predictions. After Buzz predictions. Oh, well, that's a new one. Okay, let's start with Jamie. <laughs> I feel like there'll be more tension between Ernestine and Mrs. Hawks, the plantation owner's wife, and maybe some she'll witness something or something will happen where she'll really see the extent of the relationship between um, her husband and, um, and Ernestine, and mm-hmm. then this will... Maybe she'll want to send the son out into the field or something like this. Right. Like drama will be caused. Oh yeah. yeah. I feel like Tom Hawks. No, his brother. John. John the abolitionist. Yes. He's going to help them escape. It's gonna I think it's gonna be all intertwined. Oh yeah. And he's gonna like, be oh, like, wait, you're the, the slaves from my brother's plantation. Yeah, I think really it's weird. all gonna be intertwined that he's gonna be the one to help them right. get out. Oh yeah, of course. So cool. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to be. Yeah. 
Period. I think we're about to run into some family issues with, you know, Ernestine and Rosalie and Sam, all of them. You know, I think we're going to, because it's not what Ernestine wants. Obviously, so yeah. Gonna, you know, have some friction in her, in her family really soon. Uh, in her family really soon. Yeah, and then we also see that, uh, so the next part of the plan, they got the gun. It's a good job to Noah. Um, they got the pencil and the paper. Um, Moses' wife wrote all of their freedom Letters. All they need now is the seal, and that. Oh, she didn't sell it. I thought she. No, she, no, 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 she no, 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 no. Because you have episode. to get this. Yeah, that's the next episode. Because you got to get. You know, back in those days, in order for slaves to walk around freely and nobody mess with them, they had to have papers that said, "I'm a free slave. This is who my master was, and now they're saying that I'm free." And it had to be with their seal. Sealed. And so that seal is kind of like your signature. You know what I mean? Like that's. So people know that it's authentically from you. Yeah, yeah. And so that is, in the next episode, we see that's what's going to happen. That looks like Rosalie's going to be the one, because she's in the big house, that's going to steal the, you know, the, oh, this Lord. is important. You need that seal, because if the seal goes missing, that means somebody's out here forging their freedom papers. It's mm-hmm. crazy to do all that just to get free, and you still got to have those papers to stay right. free. That's a gamble. I mean, look at William Still. He's in Philadelphia. The man's been free for, I don't know how, how long. It, they haven't told how he got free yet. No, not yet. We don't know how he's gotten free, but he's been free for, he still gets treated like he's a slave. He's like, I'll oh, my papers. It's it. We're still the criminals. Right. Because we're, we're worse than, you know, the slaves because we're helping them. Yeah. You know? It's a rough world out here, so we, I guess we'll get to see what happens with that. I think I want to say for my prediction that Rosalie's going to do something very brave. I think her mom is going to now find out that she's a part of. Yeah. Because yeah. her mom's going to have to be That's the one that, that saves her from, like, she has to tell her mom, like, I took it here, put it back in the, you know, whatever. And her mom's like, why are you helping her? Why are you helping them? So, yeah. Mm. Ernestine's going to find Messing out. Messing up a good life in the house. I the big know, house. right? Okay, where can we find you guys? Uh, you can find me at Just Lena Green on Twitter, Facebook, all the social media. I am Gary Thomas on all social media. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JamieBanks underscore and also on the Second Chance After Show on Sunday nights. Yes, and I'm Megan Thomas at MegScoop on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, Snapchat. Make sure you guys use all of our hashtags, or use our hashtag, we only have one. It's ABTV <laughs> Underground. Use it throughout the week because we'll be reading your responses and we'll shout you out on the show next week. We're so excited. Until next time, y'all. See you later. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.